Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage, the show where we sit down with your favorite comedian and find out if they grew up classy or if they're just a complete piece of shit. Uh, I'm your host, H. Foley, coming at you on a beautiful evening here in uh, Bluebell, Pennsylvania. Screen doors in time. The grill's going. The pool is wet. And dirty. <laughs> My co-host, back in the Big Apple. Going at, he's going to give it one more shot, folks. He's going to go up there. He's going to try, try to make good. Putting it all on black, baby. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, our old pal, the brains behind the operation, Mr. Kevin James Ryan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for listening. Happy to be here. Um, if you haven't already, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Get those up. And full video available on YouTube. You can subscribe there as well. We really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Before we get the episode started, let's get into a few fan submissions. Woo! Guys, if you haven't already, uh, the Patreon is up and running, and we get so many um, listeners submitting their own garbage questions that we can't get to all of them. Some of the good ones we'll, you know, we'll, we'll use, but um, if you join the Patreon, we'll automatically read one of your questions. So that being said, we're gonna, each episode, we're just going to run through a couple in the beginning of the episode to, uh, to get them out of the way. What are you laughing at, Pat? I like how you said some of the good ones. You sound like a little link coach. <laughs> And Kazansky, you suck, all right? <laughs> they can't all be MVPs, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so guys, there's three levels to the Patreon. The first level is trash. You get a bonus episode of Are You Garbage every week with me, Foley, and a guest. The next level is um, Garbaggio, which is a little bit classier. You get that same episode, plus you get an episode of Hard Feelings, which is just me and Foley being me and Foley at our Kippy and Foleyest. Um, and then there's uh, the top level is You Filthy Animal, where each month we'll play with everybody from that group. We'll play Are You Garbage in a live stream um, with, all the, with all the listeners. So sign up, check it out. And the first goal, which we're almost at, is once we hit our first 100 patrons, after that we're going to go into Foley's house and do an MTV Cribs garbage edition. And look at that fucking that trailer that he grew up in, which I can, I can see the picture of your dead grandmother in the back already. I'm about to start yelling at my mom. You hear that dog barking? Hey, I'm working over here. That's Go on, get out of here. <laughs> that's, Go that's get it. That's, that's, that's your dad waiting for the hot dog. <laughs> All right, let's fucking get into it here. What get that grill. All right, so. We got to bang the trash cans together. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Um, so we're just going to run through five right now. Um, this one is. This one is from Sam Squire. Shout out to Sam. Have you ever used a stove for something other than intended? Example, home heating, lighting a cigarette, knife hits, et cetera. Knife hits? Yeah, I think it's where you like, I don't I know, know exactly what kind of drug you're, well, I don't know if it's meth or crack or crack. I believe but. it's marijuana. Oh, so really? You would, yeah, you would heat the night off and then you put like maybe some hashish or uh, something like that on the hot knife and um, you kind of freebase it. So I've heard. That's what, you're, that's what your mom's doing up in the kitchen right now. Knife hits for, for dinner, huh? Um, I for sure have. My mom used to heat the 
in the morning, she would just turn the oven on and open the door to the oven. Instead of like heating the whole house, she would just heat the kitchen that way. Wait, the heat wasn't on throughout the night? It was, but I guess if it was cold, I don't know. She would just open up to crack the stove. And uh, fucking... I know. You're fucking trash. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Real trash. Also, my dad, I don't think there was a lighter in my house from 1991 to 97. He just fucking lit his Marl Reds off the fucking burner. Oh, man. If that ain't a fucking garbage bag move, I don't know what is. Lighting your schmoke off the stove. Yeah. Because there's two schools of thought on that. You either get down there with your face and because you have to take a puff when you light a cigarette. You got to get some oxygen flow through there for sure. And when you just put it in there into the oven, like when you reach your hand down, it's just burning. Like you have to bend over and like get your face in there. (laughs) Get a hot one. You got to get up on that pilot light. (laughs) Um, I used to do, he used to do it all the time. And also, you know, what's really garbage. We'd go over his buddy's house at the time and uh, no longer friends. And we'd go, we'd go over his house and he had an electric stove and my dad would do it on that. So you you would have to sit there for like 10 minutes. So that puppy got warm enough. (laughs) Sitting there puffing on it. Yeah. That's like dude. a car lighter, man. There's nothing like when a oh. car lighter fucks you over either too hot or too cold. You're like, dude, you know what I used to go with with uh with car light? I don't even think they make them anymore, but the car lighters, some they would get like you know malfunction. You would push it in and it would shoot out. Like and once it's hot, <laughs> it would pop because they used to pop out, remember, to let you know they're done. Well, some would like shoot out under the seat and be fucking swerving all over the car. Catch the toddler in the face. <laughs> I put one on my tongue when I was a kid for some reason. <laughs> Win a bet? <laughs> yeah, it's just I I put it on hot, or I got it hotted up, and I just put it on my tongue, burn my tongue. I don't know why I did it. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. It hurt so bad. I can't imagine you fucking idiot. Um, yeah, for sure. That is, um, it was the stove was definitely used as not Great. in its uh intended purpose. Uh, all right, the Great next question. one. The next one that we actually doubled up a little bit from Edward Fleming. His is, has the police, have, has your family ever had an incident with the local police? I don't think mine have. We had to call the cops on some meth head that was banging on our screen door one Sunday. This wasn't that long ago either. What happened? Uh, you know how it is, you know, some kid in the you, neighborhood. You, you, you owed him 15 bucks. You, you beat him on a bag and he was coming to collect. <laughs> This man's on drugs, officer. <laughs> that I sold him. No, uh, I you know some kid that probably that didn't move out of his parents' house down there smoking meth. He was like a grown man, you know. Sad, really. Is this um, this this really could be you talking about you? To be honest with you, grown man in his parents' basement smoking meth. He came banging to my parents' the front door, but just the screen door too. That's when it's real scary when the screen's oh, locked. They can, they, 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 can, they can come right through that screen. Yeah, he like started banging on the screen door, like, "I need help! I need help! I need help!" My mom was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Fucking had five over there in two seconds. Yeah. I don't think we ever have. We always kept, uh, we always, you know, everything gets, everything in an Irish Catholic family, everything gets swept under the rug. You never called the police, you know? We had, there was like a rabbit squirrel in our yard. We had to do, we had to get rid of that too. We called the cops. Rabbits? You called the cops on a squirrel? Who do you call for a rabbit squirrel? 
you just fucking locked the door. What do you mean? What was he out front with a baseball bat? What's he going to do? He's going to get dizzy and run somewhere else. He's not waiting for you to come out of your house. Dude, you called the cops on a squirrel. That's what my fucking tax, my, my tax dollars are going to. You don't live in this township. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I pay sales tax in some places. So I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure you wet your beak on that. <laughs> You can't just let it go. What if it gets one of the kids in the neighborhood when they're going for the ice cream truck or something? Well, then that's that's natural selection, Daddy. If you get bit by a rabbit squirrel, you kind of had that coming. I, this thing was mean, man. I called it this kid. They showed this guy that showed up was real green. He was a rookie. He didn't know what to do. He drew oh. his gun on him at one point when he started moving towards <laughs> Officer Harry Potter. Yeah. Hey, kid, take it easy, <laughs> will you? Fucking relax. Um, and then this one's also from Al Pont- Pontillo. Um, shout out who he hit us up. Him, his wife, and his kid all listen to the show. Shout out to you, Big Al. That is awesome. And I think we might have touched on it before. Have you ever had to call the cops on a family member? Yes. Who? Wait, what? Have you ever had oh, to call no, the cops yeah. on a family member? We did go over that question. That that question was uh, a question on uh, the show. Are you garbage? Yeah. And did you? I don't. I'm saying that you. No. You had? Did you know? Yeah. I don't think no, I have. I'm either. not trash. Call, call the cops on it. We're fighting. That's it. We're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> guys had a guys had a couple of beers, okay? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting into a, a fight. Um, and then this one's from Rusty. Shout out to Rusty. Have you ever uh, filled your pet's water or dish bowl with beer? No, I've never given the dog beer before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. The nineties, <laughs> that was the fucking move. I you know. couldn't do anything cooler than be a dog drinking beer, <laughs> unless you were right. Unless you were surfing for Dude. fucking Spuds McKenzie or whatever his name was. <laughs> You're a dog Spud, drinking beer. Spuds McKenzie, what? You Air Bud. <laughs> Air Bud, the little pussy that played soccer? Get no, the Air, fuck out of here. Air Bud was basketball. Why would his name be Air Bud and he played soccer? That doesn't make any sense. You don't catch air in soccer. <laughs> you talking about the movies about the Golden Retriever? <laughs> yeah. I thought he played soccer. I don't know. That was bad. I'll have to take a look now. I think I <laughs> I'm, I'm, just not not a, I'm not a soccer guy, so I didn't check into it. But I got, hey. no, I got nothing, nothing wrong with the dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> soccer ain't my sport. Dogs can't play soccer. You didn't play basketball. No, Spuds McKenzie because he was a cool dog and he was a sponsor for a beer company. I don't even know who Spuds McKenzie is. Hey, you're a young kid. You don't know what's going on. A lot of things um, happened before you got here. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> We got we got my buddy's my buddy got a a dog it was like a a bulldog or something we got that thing fucked up one time. I gotta be honest, I don't get a warm vibe. I, you're you're not an I, you don't you don't strike me as like an animal guy. Even like when you tell stories about uh, uh, putt putt whatever what was his name what was the dog's name? Rusty and he was a cruel bitch. <laughs> What do you talk about? Talk like, about I, a rabid squirrel. We had it. We had to put him down. I put him down in the living room. I just, I just, I can't see the Ryan's being like snuggly and nurturing to to a pet. And then you know the way the story ended. You know, I get the feeling that I was right. <laughs> no, we were growing up. We were we were dog peeps for sure. I have m- fucking bunch of dogs. They all went. Didn't to your the, dad they, take they like all, a shovel to Rusty? No, they all ended up on the farm. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Has your dad ever taken an animal to the farm? You're trash. Yeah, you're like the Jeffrey Epstein. You fucking use him and what? lose him. 
of having I don't like this. Though. I don't like that you paint me as this like fucking you know hate monger. Um, no man. I we just were... said you're not. A, you you don't strike me as as and then, comp- and then compared me to Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> because so many different dogs coming in and out. Yeah, a lot of people use stuff. I mean, you don't have to. You don't, you don't, you don't have to compare me to the world's worst pedophile. I just saw a documentary. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, that was a tough one to get through. Oof. Heavy on the victims. Heavy on the victims. That film. That guy was a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, not a not a good guy. And this one. All right, this is the last one. Yes. Um, These questions are great, by the way. I love this. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, this is from Charles and do my buddy Matt. This was. Fucking the only it was it's burned into my my brain. Growing up, were there magazines stacked on the back of your toilet? <laughs> yeah, fucking shitty ones. Yeah, I, they, I dude, they, were, they were there for like fucking three years. I'm like, uh, I gotta read this Sports Illustrated again. There's fucking Dookie on page thirteen. Kids, kids now don't walking into a fresh bathroom with a fresh magazine. So I don't care if it's in touch or fucking Sports Illustrated. As long as it's new, as long as it's brand new, go you in there. Still and do feel it. Great. No, it's what it used to be like. Now I take my phone in there, peruse certain <laughs> videos, <laughs> watch your no-no videos. <laughs> make sure the make sure you're not connected to the Bluetooth speaker. Still, you know what I mean? Oh, dude, I'm so big on that. <laughs> what? That I'm not, not connected to the Wi-Fi, the Bluetooth, oh, thing the car thing's not activated, that yeah. my airdrop is off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get off the grid before I go perusing. Yeah, you got to get back up against the wall to fucking have any fun around here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's watching you, man. The heat is on when you're in the bathroom for 32 Jesus minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ah, too funny. Um, um, yes, we had a stack of magazines, um, and they, they would just get, and I don't mean shitty, shitty. They would just get, like, you know, they get wet. They're sticking together. They're old. You never threw them out. There was never a fresh cycle coming no, in. No, no, they you know died I mean? there. That was the graveyard yeah. for it. There was like I, don't know how, I don't know how my parents came across magazines, but it wasn't a legitimate, uh, <laughs> you know. Stealing them from the neighbors. Something they, they didn't have like a steady prescription. It'd be like all of a sudden one day they would be like prescription subscription. You said prescription. <laughs> Did I? It's how trashy your family is. You have to get a fucking doctor's. You have to get a doctor's doctor's <laughs> note to get a fucking Time magazine. You got a prescription to Southern Living. <laughs> Did you have highlights? Were you a highlights kid? Let me tell you something. If you had highlights at the house, you were a fucking. That was money. I only got them at Doctor. I only got them at Doctor Persichetti's office when I went to get my teeth cleaned. And Things fucking, are already circled. Yeah, everything was already. I knew everything was. No highlight subscription, fucking down the line. Since I can remember, still get it. Really? Yeah. Oh, you you cry fucking blue collar working class poor man over there. Meanwhile, you got fucking highlights. Let me ask you a question. That ain't cheap. They're probably and that thing is they get hey, you. Buddy, of, how much do you think a highlights magazine subscription? This is for? what this is what they get. They get. I got them early. Year. I was older. I got them early. Doesn't matter. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> you, 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 you guys subscribe to High Times. <laughs> fucking Panama Red over there, Bobby. Um, not what they, they get you the first year. Hey, the first year, it's a penny in that issue. And then once the first year it rolls over, that ends up being 13 bucks a clip. Listen, I don't know what, I don't know what explanation 
fucking the beast. Denise was giving me not yeah. to get highlights. No, it triples every year, and they kill a dog every time it gets sent to you. I don't know what she told you to shut you up, but highlights wasn't a rich guy thing. That was a salt of the earth thing. That cat no. came every week. I might not have food on the table, but I knew what Goofus and Gallant was up to that week. I'll tell you that. That's dude. That's fucking. That's bougie ass shit. You're getting highlights to your house. Only doctors. <laughs> doctors get it, okay? And maybe, maybe I would steal one every now and then from Doctor Spad of Four's office. There you go. Shout out to Doctor Spads. <laughs> um. Yeah, we were my, we were against my. My family views things like that, subscriptions, as scams. So, like, it's, they, they think they're like gypsies. You know what I mean? They don't like putting their name in ink on anything. Yeah, they probably they sold fucking... a bunch of fake prescriptions, <laughs> fake subscriptions through the years. No, they didn't. Like, dude, we've never subscribed to anything ever. We've literally never subscribed to anything ever. Not even Sports. HBO. Now, now <laughs> they, they, even when they got a little bit of cash, they don't even do HBO. What? You press, you might have done HBO? Dude, she just got Netflix, and she calls it Netflix. <laughs> She don't watch a lot of TV, huh? I guess she's probably busy doing other things, huh? Doesn't have a lot of time to sit down. She's a big Fox News viewer. Oh, man. <laughs> buddy. Let me tell you something about that Fox News. Holy shit. It's on fucking 40 at my house every fucking minute of every day. Just blasting. Yeah. They're, uh... <clears throat> Yeah, man, we don't we don't sign up for shit. We don't sign up for shit. You keep your head down and you steal it from the you steal it from your orthodontist. That's what you do. <laughs> also, this is another one. Did you ever go to a doctor's office? This yeah. is just one of mine, I guess. In the house, or like the dentist was in the house. We've talked about this briefly. Where I live, where I grew up right now, that is most doctor's offices. It's next it's, it's on the house. You go around back. I used to see a psychiatrist that was on the side of the house. Like the kids are out there playing. I'm fucking in there crying. Like you hear like the wife fucking smell dinner cooking. This is the fucking like you're just talking to a neighbor's dad. Yeah, that's trash. Dude, yeah. I my orthodontist would have those dog running around. I remember thinking I'd be like seven, being like, This buddy, you got fucking dander flying through the air and shit. This ain't fucking good, dude. This ain't this ain't, yeah, this my ain't mouth open over here. I'm over here catching flies and you got the fucking retriever running through. Yeah. Talk, let's get the fucking pooch out by the shed, will you? Oh yeah, man. that shit's no good. You can't do that anymore, I don't think. You gotta be I don't a strip so. mall or something. That was that's gotta be some kind of HIPAA law or whatever, whatever the whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, that, you can't do that anymore. Um, all right, guys, that's it. Thanks so much for um, all the new patrons. We'll do five more next episode. Yeah, uh, that was awesome, already, man. Check it the fuck out. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys so much. And let's uh, keep this puppy a moving. <laughs> Gang, we are so happy to have our incredibly special guest here with us today. We go way back yeah. to when Moses wore short pants, the old days. <laughs> The streets of Philly, I'm talking about the fucking Raven Lounge, 16th and Samson. They used to call it the delivery room because that was a place where comedians were born, my friend. Only me and a couple other guys ever said that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's ever said that, to be honest with you. I thought you were referring to all the weed I sold out of that place. <laughs> <laughs> Gang, you know him, you love him. He's the co-host of Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Give it the fuck up. For Matt McCusker, everybody. Thank you, man. Appreciate Come it. on. Woo. Thank you. But the big question, is he garbage? Ooh. 
I'm looking at that uh, studio he's in. That's uh, that's that's no Rogan studio back there. That looks like your grandmother's house. Oh, look at that globe, dude. <laughs> Hold on. Oops. Look what's directly behind him. There's a window behind Matt, but it's got one of those water retention things. Tim walls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Have the bunker a right now. Problems, huh? Get a little flooding down there in the cellar. Yeah, no, that's the that's where it goes right to my sub pump. <laughs> Some pumps are garbage. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Holy shit, buddy. How the hell are you, man? Good, man. I just had a kid like three months ago. So holy shit. Yeah, congrats, man. Yeah, man. I'm uh yeah, I've been chilling, dude. I've been chilling down the basement doing my thing. <laughs> Laying low, playing it right. I like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Staying off the grid. Yeah, man. Is that your spot down there? Do you get hassle if if you get down the basement too long? Oh, for sure. That's that's my main struggle in life is how much time I get to spend down here. And like when I have to surface, then it's a fight. It's like, <laughs> come up for some air there, buddy. I get summoned up and then I argue. and I come back down the basement. How long have you been married? Uh, about a year. About a year. This isn't the same girl that when when we were in Philly, no. right? No. You married her too, right? Yeah, this is my – no, that was my first wife, yeah. So this is second marriage? Yes garbage <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to say it but trade the kid's yours right yes <laughs> it wasn't like you met her when she was pregnant and then yeah no. you, i love her man were you uncle no. matt for the first two months of her <laughs> <laughs> no no Uncle no. matt's gonna live here now what <laughs> oh that's funny. yeah it's like a two-person episode of full house <laughs> yeah. Um, guys, where? Are you, oh, sorry. Where are you at now? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm in Philly. I'm like right near the. Uh, I'm near the art museum. I mean, I'm in like technically Francisville, but it's it's like it's called it's near Fairmount. But I'm like on the dividing line between Fairmount and Francisville. Yeah, that's I remember. I remember in Philly, even knowing where you lived was a mystery. You are you are an enigma. <laughs> I remember the only time Cotton and I dropped you off at your house one time. Mm -hmm. And I think it was when you were living with your brother. Yeah. And Cotton Cotton was born and grew up on uh, 19th Street, South Philly. And when we dropped McCusker off, as soon as you got out of the car, he was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> <laughs> this neighborhood is fucking <laughs> shifty. I don't know where it was. It was, it was, that was in West Philly. It was on 37th and Mellon. Yeah, it was one of those streets that wasn't straight. It was like there was like a, like a ball in the street. If you catch if you catch like a dog leg left in a, in a city, that's a that's a bad street. <laughs> a yeah, I, I used to live in one of those blocks where there was like three houses on the entire block. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. And a couple of vacant lots. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. real sketchy. I like. Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Delaware County. So I was I grew up mostly in Garnet Valley, but my family. I was born in Havertown and then went out to Garnet Valley. So I'm at, I'm is, in the, I was in the hills of Delaware County. What does your mom and dad do? I kind of feel like you got you came from a little cash. Yeah, my so my dad yeah, and his see, brother right. started a trash company. Oh, yeah, wow. so they had a trash company and then they sold it. And when I was like, I guess like nine, and then they started doing demolition. So. Yeah, because I knew you were in construction. I remember you were doing construction at some point. I remember that. Yeah, I'm Prince of Trash. Prince. They, 
<laughs> yeah, they had. So they had like a my my grandfather had a small cardboard recycling business, and then he also would do shit. He was like a huckster. He would like sell. He would like go buy a bunch of groceries and like sell them to people. Like neighbors. <laughs> so he did that and had a cardboard gouging people on eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the two bucks at the store, the two o two here. The eggs are eight fifty, and you only get eleven. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they did he did that and then he, he was kind of like a hustle man he did like a bunch of weird little things but he had a cardboard recycling company and then my dad and his brothers worked for him when they were younger and they started into like an actual full-scale transfer station you know where harris casino is in chester yeah yeah that used to be mccusker and sons the transfer station but oh, they sold yeah. They sold the company, and then the company they sold it to sold the land to Harris. Ah, oh, so you're one step away from fucking cage. That's retirement. That's like generational wealth there you would have. What was funny was they uh, – because my dad and his brothers all grew up, like, you know, like middle class, you know, or like lower middle class, one of like mm-hmm. ten kids in Havertown and uh, born to a huckster. And <laughs> they – so when they, the, guy, the guy who bought the company off them was Wayne Hazanga who he was the guy who owned Blockbuster. He owned the Miami Dolphins. Oh, shit, yeah. He went to my dad and all his brothers, and he's like, how much do you guys want for this? And they wrote down what they thought was like, fuck you money, because they didn't want to sell the company. So they thought they were writing him, like he, they, he was going to see it and be offended, and the guy was like, not a problem. Yeah, like, he's like, I got that on me. Oh, oh fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> yeah, so like, shit, 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 shit. I forgot a zero. I forgot a zero. <laughs> we need two grand more. <laughs> Just two grand. So they thought they were hitting him with a number. This guy would be like, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. And he was like, that's not a problem. I can arrange that today. And they were like, so. And this is when you were young. Yeah, I was little. I remember one day my dad came home in a – in a navigator it was a red navigator Ooh. and he, he was like things are going to be different and i was like <laughs> really <laughs> yeah he was he was kind of i was like really little and i was riding around and he was like i made a lot of money we sold the company and i was like that's what's up and he's like yeah man and i was like cool got this sweet red navy now hop in let's fucking go kid now let's go make with the power wheels old man huh? i want to fucking i want a race car bed that, that does show like the blue collar trashiness in your dad that he made a bunch of money and went and bought a red navigator who does that dude that's like that's like out of a rap video yeah, his his life has been like keeping my mom in like ridiculous. SC- that was like he bought my mom in like a diesel excursion for a while there. Oh, it was, it was ridiculous, what? dude. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty That's bad. Wild, dude. Yeah, so that was like the turning point. Before that, we were bopping around the convert. We had the conversion van with like the four inch TV screen. So that was that, dude, was, like, that was fucking that was clean balling. living I, back in the day, dude. I thought we were already balling. Then he hit me with the navy, and I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This guy's caked up. It's like, where do we watch Godzilla? He's like, we can't watch Godzilla in this car. And I was like, that sucks. <laughs> Dude, my buddy used to have the conversion van with the TV, and we would go sit in the garage, sit in the driveway, and just watch TV. And I thought I was fucking. I thought I was the richest man in the world. Yeah, second house, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Turn that back seat into a bed and fucking chill out for a little oh, bit. Oh, for sure. Wait, th- th- did he have the kind of cash though when he sold the trash business that he could have just chilled? Why did he get into the demolition business? Just I don't. That's this is the mystery because this just is the go getter. <laughs> I'm gonna. So I obviously come from an enigma. I have no idea how much money my parents. They don't tell me. My mom's <laughs> been. My mom's been trying to convince me we're poor ever yeah. since because my mom grew up pretty, you know, relatively poor, and uh, I, like her, it was like a single parent. Her dad was a janitor. And he, she would like come in even after all this shit happened, like the air conditioning would be on in June and she'd be like, turn this off. We can't afford this. And my dad would be like, 
<laughs> just you see the navigator? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that shit drives me. That she drives had that me shit in her head. Nuts. She grew up like that. So she yeah. was like, oh shit, we're going to get a big bill and someone's going to freak out. So I was growing up with my dad balling out of control. My mom convincing me I'm poor. So like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, she didn't mind driving around that fucking diesel excursion though. Oh, nah, she dude. didn't complain about that. <laughs> you sound like my dad. Yeah. I'll tell you what you got to do is you go over there one night. You say you're going to, I'm going to stay over, have dinner, maybe mm-hmm. get a little wine in them. Then once they go to sleep, start rooting around through their uh, their Check bills books. desk. Yeah, just true, start, true. start looking for a checkbook real quick. <laughs> see if you see anything, any estate of, planning. Yeah, a couple of chase statements. Um, yeah, I, I think they're fine. I think they're they're totally fine. But yeah, my, I think that's what I think it was. Is I worked for an electrician who told me like your dad could have chilled. I don't know why the fuck he works. <laughs> And yeah, I was like, I don't know. He just likes to do stuff, but he also does like to just get out of the house. Yeah. yeah. That, that's uh, I come from same thing, blue collar. My parents, you know, in the nineties made a little bit of cash. We moved to the suburbs mm-hmm. and uh, then it was all squandered away eventually. But um, <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, like terribly squandered. It was all fucking, my dad was running a, you know, an air conditioning Ponzi scheme, I think at one that's point awesome. and it just, it all came crumbling down. But uh, that's such a blue collar thing when like other blue collar workers know what other blue collar workers have. Like the electricians, like your dad could have retired. He squandered a small fortune. <laughs> <laughs> they talk, they gossip, dude. Fucking the, the, the trades gossip. Like they all oh, know yeah. who's making what. Well, yeah. If, if you, you don't pay a bill, it's like everybody in a five mile radius knows. Like, oh, you didn't yeah. fucking pay me for that thing I did. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy man but yeah that, that was kind of the uh that was the deal it was like my mom's like we're poor and my dad was like i think i'm gonna buy another motorcycle <laughs> all right i guess i'll just go get a job oh this is great your dad is like you fucking st- ricky bobby it was you <laughs> <laughs> dear lord baby jesus thank you for the trash business he also has like i think my whole family from the McCusker side are all like slightly autistic too. So like he'll get into shit. So like he got into, he, he got into like rollerblade. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's, he's also like at this time he was probably like 250 or 60 pounds. Cause he got, he got rich and got fat immediately. <laughs> well, he oh, was yeah. fat. He got fatter. That's great. He got rich and like immediately almost touched 300 and he's only, uh-huh. he's like six feet. So he immediately got fat as fuck. Then he's like, oh, I got to scale this down. He quit drinking. Because that was his triglycerides were like, I think, triple of like a normal human being. So he had to chill with that. <laughs> he, so he took up rollerblading. <laughs> so he, he would just get into shit. Like he got into muscle cars, did that, and then like just ditched that. And then he got into like rollerblading. He he, held, he hit his elbow, so he quit rollerblading. <laughs> muscle cars to rollerblading? Yeah. What the fuck? Talk about a uh, downward, no downward move. Yeah, yeah, I think the I think his accountant was like, all right, dude, let's go to rollerblading. And then he, uh, <laughs> Looking over the like books here, pong? and uh, yeah. <laughs> then he got into bicycles, and so his basement is just like there's 35 like 1970 Schwinn. So he'll find Schwinns in the trash because he still does trash, and then he'll he'll fix them up. So then it's, we have like just literally 30, 40 bicycles in our basement. That's a cool little hobby, though. That's all right. Yeah, well, that was his first oh. job when he was little. He used to fix bicycles when he was like. He's oh, like, that's pretty good then. You ask him. He's like, I was like six and I was fixed. I was like, dude, fuck you. You're probably 14. Like, yeah. Now, I don't want to sound naive here, but you, I mean, this sounds like a, like a pretty big, you know, trash company. Yeah. Doesn't that those businesses tend to fall to a certain group of people? So, and this is, this is what happened though. So when they had, so they did, McCusker and Sons was operated in the middle of Chester during the crack epidemic. So like they were already like they had guns like my uncle would get like try to got like he got jumped a couple of times and like they had they had a uh, 
so they, people would break in constantly and then like with trash there's scrap metal so they're, they'd have to they would like pat down employees at the end of the day it was insane but they had a guy so they, they let they let a homeless man this guy called time bomb tom would live <laughs> in the trash EVT, <laughs> my he, man he was nuts so he would hang around so they were like look man we'll buy you a trailer he's homeless so they bought him a trailer and gave him a security guard outfit. <laughs> so, <laughs> he would walk around all day patrol. Thinking he, he's the shit, too. He was nuts. So he would call my dad at 3 in the morning, like, Kevin, they broke in. Kevin, they broke in again. I got them. I shot one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he didn't do anything. But he would, like, so my dad would rush down there, and he would event these big break-ins to, like, tell my dad, like, he was earning his keep. It was so fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Holy man, that was great. Yeah, it, was, it was a big trash company. And they had brushed, they brushed up with the mob a couple of times. People would steal dumpsters. That was a big thing. They'd steal your dumpsters. Yeah. And, you know, you'd find out, so you'd have to deal with it. But no, he, he said they had a couple of people. I think the way he, uh, a couple, I'm trying to phrase it in his language, a couple of goombas try to shoulder up to him, a couple elbow up to him a couple of times. And he told him to fuck off. Yeah. He rollerbladed away. Because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing too. It's like you know, with a, again, you have a family-owned trash business, so you can get rid of any. So if somebody, if you were to try to kill somebody, you easily can. If you yeah, own, an you can make that body disappear real quick. Yeah, if you own an excavator in a trash company, and you, the only people that work with you are your brothers, you can totally kill people and get away with it. So, <laughs> the, you know, and he he was kind of a. He had one of his friends was kind of tied in RIP. The guy just died recently, but he was tied. His dad had been kind of tied into some organized crime stuff. So like he, they like knew, you know, it was like that yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole Ridley park mob families thing. There's like a whole bunch of them. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't like, he's like, I don't do that shit. I'm a hard worker, but so he was like, you know, but that element was definitely around, man. Yeah. Weird. I can imagine he probably had to, you know, sidestep a couple of things and deal deal with some shit like that. Yeah, he had to go to court one time when I was little. I remember him mentioning something about RICO charges, and there was someone that he knew got brought in on RICO charges, and they had to ask him some questions or something. Yeah. Like that. oh, Jesus that's Christ. fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the trash business in the 80s and 90s and fucking Delco? What the fuck? He's oh, leaving your mom's hanging out the window. You don't tell him nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, it was crazy because it, back then, too, it was like in order to have a transfer station, they only let – Back then, it was like the Wild West. It was like you can, anyone could have a trash company, but then the transfer station, you needed to come up with some sort of money. So that's why him and all of his brothers put all of their houses. They took mortgages out in all their houses and just rolled the dice on the transfer station. And it fucking worked. love that. That's so if great, it didn't work, it was like it would have been a whole different story for the McCusker family, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be doing security at somebody else's yeah. fucking trash dump. <laughs> Now it was awesome, man. I remember being little. Like I would, so when I was like nine years old, I would go to work for, I would sit in a trash truck with him. And I just, I would just listen to CB radio all day long of oh, different truckers talking. Yeah, I would hear this is not it was just slurs constantly. So I'm like, Dad, what does that mean? He would be like, That's what that's what they call Indian guys. Don't tell your mom that. <laughs> like, all right. And then I'm like, What's that one? He's like, Don't tell anybody that one. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would get out of the truck from like learning slurs all day, and then he would let me shoot rat. We would turn. They had a big warehouse where they would turn the lights on, and then rats would scatter. So you could sit there with a nine millimeter, turn the lights on. As soon as the rats started running, it was just you're blasting rats. <laughs> what you were doing? I think, doing I, saw, shit? I, think yeah, I saw that game on the boardwalk in Wildwood. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so you shoot rats, and then you go in the trailer where like they had the computer when trucks came in. You got to weigh them and see how much they came in with and how much they left with. That's how you measure the load. And my uncle would just open a drawer. It was all beef jerky, and I was like, dude, this fucking rules. Yeah, <laughs> I was like heaven. I would kill a rat, learn a slur, and then get eat the beef jerky. And be like, all right. Dude, oh, nothing's man. better than that. 
you are the fucking Prince of Trash. That's <laughs> yeah, fucking that's fantastic. By the way, that's the that's the title of the episode, oh, Prince absolutely. of Trash. <laughs> it's so funny because one of the questions that I came up with I was going to ask you is, have you ever been to a scrapyard? But I didn't know you were scrapyard royalty. So yeah, yeah I, and I, it was I, just you and your brother growing up. No, I'm one of six. So my dad's one, one of ten. six. My dad's one of ten. I'm one of six. And then so the funny part is once. So once the trash money started getting nice, my dad and his brother, this is before they sold the company, they bought a bunch of uh, land out in Guarna Valley before anyone lived out there. And there was these guys living out there who they think they were out there making meth, but they were burying, they were burying trash, which is illegal. You're not allowed to do that. You can get in a lot of trouble. Um, so my dad, not, you know, not knowing my dad and his brother all in the trash company, they went out there and they were like, look, man, you know, we went here with a property inspector. You're burying trash out here. I don't know what else you guys are up to out here, but like, we'll buy it off you, but we're going to buy it off you for super cheap. Otherwise, we're going to tell people that you've been burying trash out here because it's going to cost us a lot of money to get rid of it. What are we going to do with all this trash? So they kind of like weaseled these guys out of being like, look, you bury trash out here. It's going to cost us a lot. And they just removed it for free and got yeah. all this all this land out there for, you know, cheap. <laughs> Your dad's sitting there like, what are we going to do with all this buried trash? And meanwhile, there's like 15 trucks just waiting at the end of the driveway. <laughs> How so, was yeah, the guy, meth? How was the meth? Did anybody get a taste? I never tried it, man. There was this weird little shack. I was, there was like this weird shack up there. It was, it was weird, man. Where was a, so then, so like my dad and his brother had this property and then they had this guy, I guess, who had already been living there or I don't know what happened, but this other guy who's a trucker. So there was like, my uncle was here with his family. They had 10 kids. I was next door on this one piece of land with six kids and we would all play. But then there was this guy who lived up the driveway from us. who was a trucker who like had raccoons as pets. It was fucking weird, dude. Christ, dude. We would like go and we would feed his raccoons Urkel cereal. I remember that. And then like we would walk on his fence. He didn't like us crossing his fence. And we'd be like, fuck you, Bernie. <laughs> dude, I would have never guessed this background for you in a million years. That's yeah. fucking wild. Crazy. I grew up kind of on like a cousin compound of like 20 people. And with like, there was, I remember finally seeing a cop, like when I was like 14 and being like, holy shit, there's a cop out here. It was like completely, you know, Lawless. you could have the fuck you want it. Yeah, it was awesome. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's some fucking hillbilly new money shit. If I've ever heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty life. cool, man. It's pretty, well, it's been cool though. Cause I, then I got to like, you know, I got to go to college and I've met people. I've worked with people my whole life who are like in construction. So if you work construction, you're working mostly a lot of times with felons. Sure. Or just like the, you know, the sons of the boss who are like a different kind of class. Yeah. I've been to get to, I've got to meet a lot of people of like people who, you know, work at a scrapyard versus like people of generational wealth at a college. So it's definitely been weird. Mm hmm. So, yeah, that's some good. trippy shit. One of six, too. One of six, right? Oscar is doing a little fucking. I like yeah. it. Yeah. My dad's one of 10, and everyone, every one of his sisters, yeah, every one of his brothers or sisters have typically f at least five kids. Is it, are, are you, you guys all Irish Catholic? Yeah. yeah. There you go. My mom's one of nine. We're like fucking ticks. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. Yeah, man. That was that was the that was the genesis. So that's kind of that's how I grew up. <laughs> that's that's the origin story right yeah, there. Yeah, man. And, and it was really kind of like my mom would wake me up. You know, she she'd wake us up at like eight a.m. and be like get out. So then I would go outside into like a Lord of the Flies setup with all my older cousins. I'm like, dude, that was like it was insane, man. We used to play a game where. Me and my cousin would just run through a field, and my older cousins would just throw like various balls at us. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "That's awesome, though, man." I, I used to, I look at that now, and I'm like, "Fuck, that was it was great." But yeah, we'd wake up in the morning in the summer, and it'd be like, "Yo, beat it, yeah. take a yeah. fucking hike," <laughs> and you're fucking... gone, you're gone until fucking sundown. Yeah, man, it was awesome. It was awesome. We go in the woods. I remember we had a. Uh, 
Yeah, it, it was basically just like we would go out and my I would just like go outside and then like my parents would like tell me what to do all day and then I'd get out of that to my older cousins be like you have to fight Pat and I'm like fuck. <laughs> oh dude, so have to like fight the my organized cousins. fights in, in a big family <laughs> are fucking the best. Yeah. We would be at like Thanksgiving or something. I'd go up into like one of the rooms where all the kids were and they'd be like, hey, you gotta fight Dan. I'm like, what? And then Dan would just, <laughs> just sitting there like cracking his neck. I'm like, oh fuck, dude. <laughs> Like this fucking sucks, man. Tummy full of stuffing in you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. yeah I got six drowsy. chicken nuggies in me. Now I gotta start fucking fighting for my life. Yeah, yeah, my brothers one time put me in a truck tire and rolled me down a hill when I was little. That's and hillbilly I, shit. They sent another truck tire up for me to ramp over. So I hit the other truck tire, ramped, and landed on my head upside down, and just crunched in. It was the first time I got the air knocked out of me. Crunched oh, inwards. So and then this was like in a truck tire rolling, unable to breathe until it wobbled over. It was like, <laughs> and then like six the... people are like, don't be a fucking pussy. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I thought I was going to crack sternum. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're a McCusker. God damn it. <laughs> We're trash people. Now fucking get up and yeah. let's go. All right. All right let's, let's give this some up. questions here. Play a little. Are you garbage with Mr. Matt McCusker? Um, Man, that's a fucking wild tale. That is <laughs> fucking Lord of the fucking Swiss family garbage over there. <laughs> fucking running around. Would you guys all else. take uh, vacations together? Uh, we no, we would like usually when we would go to the beach, that'd be my mom's side of the family, which is like a whole that's like a whole other setup. What shore point? Where would you what what beach sea would you go to? Oh, that's 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 Ooh. that's in the middle of the road. That's on the upper. That's on the that's in the upper fifty percent. Yes, yeah. Wow, a little bit of that trash money down there. Yeah. Do, do they have a short house? No, they had one, and then they. It was funny. They sold it for like nothing before Seattle blew up, and yeah. then a lot of poorly timed real estate transactions. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of good ones too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so they no, they sold that, and then uh, like. It was like a little house back before, like it blew up into a big thing. But no, they they had my dad has a house in Florida now. That's his that's his like spot. He goes down to Cape Coral. Just oh, him nice. or your mom too? My mom, yeah, they're together. Okay, you can't. That's what he always says. You can't get divorced when you have six kids. It's yeah, that's highly unmarketable. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you. are they? What Strictly they from a, a dating perspective, that's how he's looking at it. Not like, ah, I might ruin a bunch. I might ruin 30 people's lives. <laughs> Listen, trying to get tail when you got six kids is a pain in the balls. Holy shit. All right. Um, what do you fun. got, Kip? All right, let's go here. Um, have you ever went fishing strictly for catfish? Yes. Oh, yes. that's fucking trash. Have you ever gone, uh, what's it called, canoodling? No, not where you put your toes. We used to fish for catfish and uh, put M80s in their gills and blow them up. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Dude, you fucking that's lunatic. Yeah, that's lunatic shit. You were burning frogs when you were a kid? You fucking... Yeah. Wow. Did you guys all have guns? Mm, well, yeah, no, we used to do like the... Uh, <clears throat> No, there's like the like my dad has yeah they all grew up like I grew up shooting guns and stuff but I didn't like get to own one when I was a kid. You guys didn't like, like, like BB gun, BB gun, slingshot, all that shit. Wrist rockets were fucking clean yeah, we living as a kid. Yeah, yeah. We weapons. Survive. I had, everyone had to have a survival knife. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> with some matches inside of it. Yeah, we unscrewed the yeah the unscrewed the bottom. Oh yeah, with the compass on the end. Those things yeah, are pretty dude. sweet. Once Rambo came out, it was a wrap on those <laughs> things. Fucking dude, gimme. You thought you were so cool walking around the house with that thing on your hip oh, or something? Yeah, fucking so cool. Butterfly knife. Yeah, it was, we had some weapons too. Um. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Foley? Uh, growing up as a kid, 
um, would you have creamy peanut butter or chunky peanut butter? Chunky. That's garbage. Man, that's stick that's, by chunky, dude. That's garbage. <laughs> and I love it. It's new. That's new money stuff. <laughs> that's new money right there. The chunky. That's what your dad said to you when he pulled up in the navigator. Now on, Maddie. You're getting extra chunky, kid. Things have changed. Um, Tell your mom to go in there and throw that Skippy creamy out the window because Daddy sold the company. Anyone in your family own a pontoon boat? Yes, my dad. Oh, man, he is Ricky Bobby. That's fucking awesome. We got to get this guy on. Dude, pontoon boats are the trashiest of the of, of the boats, dude. That's just for people who want to get fucked up and are tired of drinking on land. That's all that is. Let's do the follow-up. Does your family own any all-terrain vehicles? Four-wheelers, three-wheelers? No, we had to get rid of them all because two of my cousins went to the hospital on the same day one time, so we had to get rid of all the ATVs and dirt bikes. Well, they, I think they no, I think they got yeah, they got rid of them. We had ATVs and dirt bikes and go karts. Did my you ever have a question. trike? No, never had. Tr- uh, no, my, no, I don't think we did. I rode one, but I, my dad said they're too dangerous. They flip over. Yeah, too yeah they, those things. That was a big myth in the '90s. Those things would just fucking yeah. turn over. What happened to your cousins? Uh, well, so my it was we had one we had one one of the dirt bikes we had. My cousin tried to, he tried to ramp, uh, like not, a, not a sand mound, but like there was a thing in the front yard. You could definitely get air off of it. So he ramped that. And then the, like the brake caught his lip, ripped his lip open. Jesus. Fish hooked him. Yeah. So he got fish hooked and it ripped his lip. And then on the same day, my cousin had this, you know, he went to the hospital and then my other cousin hopped on the dirt bike. I was riding it and fell over and got a third degree burn on his thigh. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Christ. So after that, there was a discussion. It was like, all right, we got to like, you know, they were my cousins all got hurt. And we were like, what the fuck? We didn't get hurt. Why do we have to get rid of the dirt bikes? My fucking, yes, my cousins are retarded, blah, blah, blah. So, you know. So this is just the whole brew just running around in this fucking yeah. compound. It'd be like a go-kart going with two people in it. We had a two-man go-kart. Too, oh. Falling out of it multiple times. Two-man uh, go-kart. Two-man go-kart, a four-wheeler, and like a, a moped and a dirt bike. We're buzzing around at all times. Man, that is garbage r- new money shit right there. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, that is fuck. Did you guys have like a robot that just served drinks or something no. like that? <laughs> <laughs> you seem like oh. the kind of people who would like train your dog to get you a beer, too. Like they can open up the <laughs> fridge with the rope. <laughs> And no matter you, how much money you, a, you, yeah, bring you a bud heavy. No matter how much money you guys have, you still use the white foam coolers. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so shit. one of the basics is so obviously I'm assuming you had a garage on your house. Yeah, oh, we turned. Yes. Yeah, we had a garage attached to the house. Turned that into a living room. Then oh. built an exterior garage. Wow, that's oh, dude, um, that's three different. That's. <laughs> Three different bad answers right there that you just gave me in that one sentence. Anytime you turn an existing garage into a living room, it's fucking trash, dude. You got to take that little step down into it. It's always colder. No matter how much padding you put on that floor, you can tell you're walking on a concrete slab. Forgot about that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I do step down out of the kitchen into the living room, then up, up back into the mother room. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's too funny. Up and down. It's like a split level. Um, <laughs> and then I, so in the proper garage, the new one you built, which is a yeah. class move. That's a new yep. money move, but class move. Yeah. Um, did you have a refrigerator in there? Oh, no. I, I think we have a, 
<clears throat> no, we didn't actually. We had a refrigerator in our basement. And okay. We there have a go. second floor. My dad used to make that was another hobby. He used to make bullets on the second floor of the <laughs> new garage. What? Make bullets. You can make bullets, yeah. If you buy like the gunpowder or something. You can buy bullet parts and make bullets. So he used to make bullets up on the second part of the garage. This guy's Jesus. a fucking loose cannon. This guy's gonna end up on a list or something. <laughs> Pontoon boats making his own bullets. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's. I love how he's he's got an armory on the second floor of the garage, but no one's allowed to ride a dirt bike. <laughs> yeah, like it could explode. He had gunpowder up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you did have a second. There were, you you were you had a second fridge in the house. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was in there? Beer. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Just beer left over from family parties. Yeah, clean living. <laughs> That's the garage. Fucking... The garage fridge is real big with us. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've seen a lot of garage. It was, it was usually like yeah, it was like a, a fridge full of beers that have allegedly been counted, but you could take six and nobody would notice. <laughs> yeah, like... just kind of spread them out a little bit so it still <laughs> looks full. <laughs> yeah, when you guys were all coming of age, you guys must have been fucking out there boozing your heads off. Yeah, I, I started drinking beer. Like, I remember I, I would, like, a, a summer day of mine, this is, I swear to God, at, like, 10 years, 11 years old, was I would pocket a silver bullet, meet my cousins in the woods, and we would all, like, six of us would share a silver bullet. <laughs> yeah. And then we would, find, me and my cousin would for, just, like, roll up leaves and smoke them, like, random leaves on the ground. We would just Dude, smoke Dude, we did leaves. that, too. What? Yeah, smoking, like, twigs and sugar. sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sugar packets. We'd roll up sugar packets and smoke them. I picture you guys the, the kind of people fuck? who would like shoot the top off your beer can and then drink it. <laughs> yeah, before we before we discovered you remember when Wawa used to leave the black and milds down? Like they, it wasn't like up behind were, the register. They were down to the right or left, regardless. Yeah, they were yeah, just yeah, sitting yeah. down on a ground level stand. So before we would then before after the twigs, smoking enough twigs, we're like, oh, we're just gonna <laughs> steal black and milds. Then we would steal black and milds and smoke black and milds. So Jesus. Yeah, Black and Milds as a 14-year-old, that was fucking you were you were the fucking boss of the neighborhood cuz yeah. we found this lady at like the Quick Mart or whatever, it was called mm. Krausers. She would she was like she would sell us cigars cuz we were 14. She thought that was the law. She's like, "I can't sell you cigarettes, but I can sell you cigars." So we were just smoking fucking smoking Philly blunts and Black and Milds, like, you know, we were like an old mob boss. <laughs> yeah, we had a store at the, the so I grew up near Boost Corners, it's a farmers market. And there was a, it's so finale thing about it, it's so illegal, but there was a guy in there, it was called the Whatnot Shop, and he would sell 70s Playboys and butterfly knives to kids. So you'd yeah, go in there, awesome. this guy would sell kids porn and weapons. That's and great. That, is that guy killer. still around? I don't, I don't know if the shop's still in there anymore. He must have made a kid, must have a million dollars cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in ones and shit. <laughs> Sticky just, ones. Yeah. He's waiting there with a hammer to crack open your piggy bank. It was like shit. We had a fort set up and like you could go there and just like buy 70s Playboys and like buy all the shit you needed for a fort, like matches, knives, Playboys. Oh, like this guy was sell he had like the direct pipeline to like 11 year olds. Those old Playboys, man, they were they were something else. All bush. Yeah, it was all bush. They were something else. Girls with curls. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the grocery store your mom went to when you were growing up? Gennardi's. Ooh, nice, clean fucking living <laughs> on a Gennardi's. I went to high school with the Gennardi. Look at you did you? Yeah, they got a little bit of geesh. Oh, I don't yeah. know who they sold it to, but they sold it to somebody for a couple of fazols a few years ago. I bet, man. My mom, they bought so, her grocery bill was so high that like Gennardi's did some sort of reward program where they gave us a double tape set of Titanic for free. You're like, here, Whoa. you guys go. Yeah, they're like, just want a little token of appreciation. So you we, guys still got it? 
No, I don't know. I think my mom took it because she saw there was tits in it. And we were How about a couple it. of fucking steaks over here? I got I six growing kids. Fucking <laughs> Titanic. Think I want Kate Winslet? Let's do it here. I remember fucking it was a big deal. She was like, guys, they gave us Titanic. And I was like, sweet. That's poor person mentality of like, hey, I just spent, you know, over the past month, I spent 15 grand here and they gave me a promotional copy of the Titanic on VHS. We are living over here. It's poor people shit. My mom does the same thing. They have Gennardi's um, plug sliced into it. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, where are you going? To Gennardi's. <laughs> I love the way they slice their meat. Uh, okay, anyone in your family play scratch-off lottery tickets? Nah, I think my brother messes with them secretly. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, I think my brother might, but not not like not heavily. It was never something that was uh, like... It was never something big, I feel like. Especially yeah, okay. in, my, in my immediate family, definitely not. Okay. But Have you or any member of your family ever called a sports radio show? Yeah, my, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they, uh, again, not my immediate family. My uncle used to call them all the time uh, like while he was driving a trash truck. Yeah, he would fuck with them and mess with them all the time. Oh, that's pretty funny then. If you're doing it, you know, if you're doing it as a bit. Yeah. I mean, my um, uncles would for sure, but my, my dad, my family, my immediate family, nobody, my dad never watched sports. So like none of us ever watched sports or I still to this day could give a shit. Yeah. Wow. Um, growing up, did you have uh, the three and one Fisher price table, the basketball, the ping pong and the air hockey table? Oh, no, we had, we had an air hockey table, but not the three and one. Oh, you had a proper air hockey table. Yeah. We had a real deal. Air hockey That's table. real. Really? Bobby shit. Yeah, man. That's, That's fucking shit in the basement. What about yeah. a pool table? Mm, no, we never had a pool table. No bumper pool? No bumper pool, no. <laughs> the ultimate trash purchase of, like, you know, somebody who gets a little bit of scratch and is an alcoholic is the shuffleboard table in the basement. My Uncle Jim has a shuffleboard Woo! table. <laughs> Uncle Jimmy! I'm coming over to, I'm coming over for Christmas, Jimmy. Dude, it's awesome. I love going to their house. Yeah, Dude, shuffleboard, shuffleboard table. is crazy. It's awesome. Full shuffleboard table and a pool table in his basement. It's also trash to have the basketball game. Uh, like the, the setup one with the oh, yeah. dude, yeah, my yeah, one yeah, cousin yeah, has yeah. that. It's fucking <laughs> dude, <laughs> hours just down there fucking drinking beers and fucking draining yeah, threes. Um, dartboards are typically trashy, but if you get the wooden thing, like the wooden door with like the chalk on the inside, mm-hmm. that's real nice. Yeah, that is true. Matt, you ever play a game of horseshoes? Yes, we used to play horseshoes at family parties. Yeah, we had set up. Oh, you had man. the pit you had the pit back there <laughs> dude i remember my dad built a pit for like a july 4th barbecue or something i thought we were the fucking richest kids on the block i was like wait till these pussies come over here and see this fucking horseshoe pit <laughs> <laughs> what about what's the grilling situation over at uh mom and dad's you have a you have a, a grill yeah i got a grill is it a, is it like a one with like a propane tank propane Cause I pegged you for a fucking charcoal forget kind of family. Nah, just all, all propane, school. all propane. All right. Um, growing up, did you ever have a Goodfellas poster in your room, <laughs> no, or Sopranos? A, no, I had Wu Tang. I had the Wu Tang Clan poster in my room. All right, respectable, <laughs> respectable. I want to talk about Christmas. Yeah. Uh, would your mom decorate the lawn? No, it's funny actually. I would complain that we didn't do decorations and she handed me a bow and a hammer, a bunch of bows and hammers, like nail these to the fence. (laughs) (laughs) Not even inside. There was no, she would put candles in the window. She would put the plug in candles in the window. So we would do plug in candles. Yeah. Per window. And then I, 
I think we did lights once or twice, and then they just stopped. They're like, we're not doing this. So it would be like we had a couple elves on the stairs and then a candle in every window. That's pretty classy. That's pretty did nice. you do a real tree or a fake tree? Real tree. Yeah. Colored lights or white lights? Uh, colored and white, actually. Ooh. Like the traditional, like red, green, those yeah. kind of colors? Like the Roy G. Biff full setup, yeah. Roy G. Biff, yeah. Yikes. Damn. Okay, would you do uh, tinsel on the tree? No, no tinsel. Just yeah. lights, lights and balls. Okay. Does your family drink eggnog? No. Would you open Christmas uh, presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? One on Christmas Eve after we went to Midnight Mass. <laughs> oh, okay. Midnight Mass. Good Catholic <laughs> wrong with it. There yeah. we go. That's a classy answer right there. Sometimes that midnight that midnight mass sucked because it would be like the vigil and you'd be sitting there with like if you go on for like three hours, it fucking oh, sucked. You're yeah, hot, man. smells like fucking old spice in there. <laughs> like once you get to that certain point, you 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 can't help but think about what am I getting tomorrow? Oh, for sure. And it's just like time is just like dragging so slow. I used to fucking hate that. Yeah. I, I would... used to be I used to be scared going to bed at night on Christmas Eve. I don't want some fucking fat guy rooting through my fucking house. Want another fat guy rooting through your house? <laughs> <laughs> what if he eats all the cookies? <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's not gonna drink all the milk, is he? <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh growing up, milk with dinner? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh. Spaghetti and, meatballs, spaghetti and meatballs and milk. Oh, oh yeah. That, that's so good. crazy. Uh-uh. Cheeseburgers so and milk. <laughs> oh, dude, that's fucking trash. You know, my favorite is my favorite is pizza and milk. Oh, Drinking milk. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you still any, do it, McCusker? Yeah, if I if I have uh if I have like spaghetti, any kind of red sauce, it's like a cup of milk is the accompanied <laughs> in a wine glass. Yeah. What is your what does your wife say? She's just like, whatever. She don't care. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, all right. On that same note, growing up uh, in the house, would your mom buy brisk iced tea? Was like the juice boxes or like the the pre-made the, mix? No, it would be like the can of brisk. You remember? Uh, no, it, it wasn't a state. My mom was a health nut, so she didn't really let us have. I wasn't allowed to have soda before noon growing up. But That's admirable rule. <laughs> the hey, brisk, that was pretty classy. Yeah, it was kind of nice. The brisk was... Uh, no, that was like a family party treat. We didn't yeah. have soda stocked in the house. Only for pizza night, we would get soda. Pizza night was clean. Level. Friday. <laughs> pizza night was all right. Did you guys, <laughs> would you do like Domino's or Pizza Hut? Or would you, what, what were, were you a Pizza Hut family or Domino's? We bounced family? around. We were, we were, we were, <laughs> we weren't loyal <laughs> to one organization. Whatever corporation was giving us free VHSs, that's where our loyalties yeah. lied. Yeah, we were Domino's. We were Big Cheese for a while. We bounced, you know. Yeah, all right. Pretty good. Let's talk about your house now. Yeah. Uh, let's go into the the bathroom. Yeah. Your house now, not growing up. Mm-hmm. What are you rocking in there? You got some body wash or are you using a bar? Got a bar. Bar? Yeah. Wow. He's a blue collar guy. Bar. I tried to do the bar, but I, I just like, I don't know. I just always, you know, the loofah. Then you got to buy a new loofah. The loofah explodes. And it's like, I just do the bar. Bar directly to body. Yeah. Really? Bar yeah. directly to body. What are you rocking? Uh, I don't know. I just, I got some, uh, what is it? I bought like soap right now. Now I'm bougie. I bought soap from Whole Foods. So I got 10 for 10. Ooh, 10 little goat's soap. milk soap. Something like that. Soap for 10 bucks. Yeah. God damn. Is that where you guys shop is Whole Foods? Yeah. Sometimes we'll do Whole Foods or Sprouts depending. But What's Sprouts? Sprouts is just another grocery store near us. Is it organic or is it? 
nah, it's not as like crazy as Whole Foods, but it's it's definitely not. It's like a step up from Acme. It's better than Acme, and then in terms of organicness, less than Whole Foods, but still good. Comparable. That sounds fancy as shit. Yeah, he's living a life super. down there. I like oh, yeah. this. Now I'm bad and bougie. <laughs> <laughs> What's your snack situation? My snack. Uh, what do I? I don't. I don't really. I, I have like a weird. I have a bunch of weird dietary. So from my my mom was a health nut because she. My mom had a gluten allergy in the seventies when Damn. people were just like, "That's not even a real thing." Nobody even mm-hmm. believed. That's like she. They must Nobody have believed she was her. a witch. Or oh, something. they'd make fun of her all the time for it. And then so I have my mom's system with food. I have like a bunch of weird food allergies. That's why I have to. Sh- I shop at like uh, like fancier grocery stores. But yeah, I eat pretty clean, man. I eat like. You know, like I made, I'll eat like brisket and but I, I'm a meat and potatoes kind of dude. And then I force myself to eat vegetables. Okay. So I don't really, if I eat snacks, I'll eat like tortilla chips and hummus. That's it. Did you get mm. snacks growing up? Did your mom hook it up? Little Dunkaroos, little shark bites. So she was, yeah. Fruit snacks were a battle. She didn't, my mom had like a weird thing. Again. <laughs> and then it was like, so it was weird in terms of like salt levels. Like I would eat, I would, when I snack wise growing up, I would take uh, like, you know, the 24 pack of bagel bites. Yeah, sure. open up I? bagel bites. I, I think I could fit like nine bagel bites, or I think it was actually like twelve on a plate, and I would microwave twelve bagel bites. While that was going, I would boil, I would put spaghettios, and I would dip bagel bites in spaghettios and eat them. And my mom wouldn't blink an eye. But if I ate like, like that's bad for you. That might be the trashiest meal we've heard. And we had somebody who said they microwaved fucking burgers last week. <laughs> yeah, I said microwave bagel bites. You had to eat them real quick because, like, by the end of it, they would turn to cement. Yeah, so you'd eat the last one. <laughs> you'd be chewing on it, it'd be tough, dude. It'd be like Spaghetti the side of it. Yeah, spaghettios with meatballs, dude. That, growing up, my snacks was was fucked up, dude. I was eating real bad. Dude, I forgot about spaghettios, man. Oh. We used to fucking have them all the time. They're so fucking good. They were so good. Yeah, the meatballs were good. How bad must that have been for us? Like, was that even meat? Yeah, I was, I was some. I mean, also too, the sodium in those are like unbelievably yeah. through the roof. <laughs> I would eat one of those every single day. A can of spaghettios, as many bagel. The bagel bites would eventually run out. There was like toaster strudel. Toaster strudel situation was like by the end of the week. You know, they had like the icing packets and the strudel. Yeah. By the end of the week, you'd have to eat like a naked strudel. There'd be like yeah, yeah, there'd be yeah. like four strudels, zero <laughs> icing packets. Like, but dude, you had fucking toaster strudel, man. That's it's fucking, fancy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we stepped out from Pop Tarts and Toaster Strudels, and then we got the Toaster Strudels taken away because the, we were fighting over icing packets because people were doubling up. Sure. Yeah. Strudels were definitely a conflict heavy snack. But For sure. Alliances yeah, was, are drawn, yeah. Yeah, so that was it. I, my uh, snacks were like my dad was like a total food monster. My mom was like a health nut. So we were always like somewhere between. Damn. Hmm. Very interesting. Do you All change right. your own oil? No. Did your dad? Uh, I don't think so, man. I mean, I know he knows how to do all that stuff, but it's like, I don't, I doubt it, honestly. Hmm. Interesting. Very Quite the conundrum here. Yeah. All right. I think I only got one more here. Um, Let's see. That one's for sure. I mean, I was going to ask you if you've ever been in the back of a pickup truck, but, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> first four years of your life there. Um, have you ever worn a wife beater in public? Yeah, for sure. Oh, tough luck. What, for to like, sure. To like for a sure. store or something? Yeah, I mean, I've worn them, especially when I was younger, like to the boardwalk, obviously, you're in a wife uh, beater, no doubt. Oh, but yeah, of course. That was like all day long. But... Trash. <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely worn wife beaters in public. Damn. Get the boards and a beater. <laughs> yeah. A pair of board shorts. Yeah, dude, grab an Arizona tall boy and just post up. Ooh. 
Try to get numbers, dude. Try to get numbers. Yeah. Nice zony. <laughs> Maybe a necklace with a shark tooth on it if you, got, if you got a couple of bucks on you. It's like a bright red sunburnt face. Like, I'll probably get some pussy tonight. Yeah. I have like nine bucks on my in my pocket. It's all you needed down there, baby. Get an ice cream and an Annie Ann's pretzel or something. Ooh. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, I just got one last question for you, and I think uh, I think you're going to pass the test on this one. Um, growing up, your ketchup was kept in the fridge or in the cabinet? Dude, I don't know because I never used ketchup. I'm all, I'm all barbecue sauce. For any, can, anything on ketchup, I just use barbecue sauce, but my wife keeps it in the cabinet. What? And I, I think it, we kept it in the fridge. I don't know, honestly. I have no idea. Your wife keeps the ketchup in the cabinet? Yeah. Ooh, you, gotta, you gotta rethink this marriage i don't know <laughs> is it serious how it's going on here <laughs> yeah she keeps it in the cab for sure. all right and here's Damn. the final question wait what hold about- on put a pin in that would you where do you keep the barbecue sauce fridge okay there yeah barbecue yeah, sauce gotta go in the making sure yeah. i'm not dealing with an animal over here. <laughs> <laughs> i think you fucking know a guy over here Jesus you know Christ, I, mean? I know this guy 10 fucking years he's keeping his ketchup in a cabinet <laughs> and my last question is the syrup where would you keep the syrup in the cabinet or Cabs. in the fridge Cabs. But my mom would eat the my mom gets like the maple, she would get pure maple syrup. Ooh. So keep it in the cast. Fuck all class. Yeah, That's dude. the final verdict right there. Yeah. What are you talking about? He just answered ten fucking every question as trash as possible for the last fifty-five minutes. He keeps his 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 syrup in the right place, and all of a sudden he's classy. But this is this is new money. It's this to me, he's like a Kennedy. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> what everybody in my neighborhood strives to be. <laughs> Did you hear the McCuskers sold the trash business? They're doing very well. They no, scammed what? some land off a couple of guys out in Garnet Valley <laughs> that were cooking meth. <laughs> They're gonna build a compound out there. The kids are going out there too. Well, They're syrup. Once animals. I open syrup, I'll put it in the fridge just for a good measure. Yeah, no, you gotta like, you gotta play it, it safe a little bit. But I don't mind if the syrup is out of the fridge. To me, it, it doesn't matter. I gotta all right, one more while we're on this. It's, oh, these yeah. are all very recurring. Mm-hmm. Uh, butter. Did you keep it in the fridge or like on the counter growing up? It was out all day, but it was not out as long as my aunt Marsha's butter and milk would sit out all day. like my cousins wait, next what? door. Their milk would you milk? would get a sip of milk over there, and it was always like room temperature. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on a second. There's something wrong with my, my earphones. <laughs> What'd you say? Warm milk. What? So the they would fuck? sit out. What? Because they had ten kids, so like they would. The cereal setup was like you would use it, and the milk would be in and out of the fridge. So like someone would pour themselves a bowl of cereal and just leave that milk out. The butter, our butter, sat out all day long. It was by dinner time you could just you know pop that yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's off great. That's awesome. Kevin thinks that's trash. I think trash. that's fantastic. That's how you do it. Yeah. But wait. their milk sat out pretty much all day long. It was weird because it went it went so quick. It, ga- it was probably a gal a day. So if you got milk in the afternoon, it was ready to go. Damn, room oh, temp milk disgusting. Another level of garbage. Oh, dude, it was wicked. I would pour myself like a glass of milk over there and be like choking it. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think I hear my mom and then just like fucking mosey out of there. Fire like, the glass right in the sink. Yo, ain't oh. get your shit together. It was like cat milk. It was like a warm oh. bowl of milk. Oh, dude, I can't do that, man. <laughs> my milk's got to be ice cold and whole. Yeah, That's the yeah. way yeah. uncle. It's got to be screaming cold. <laughs> wow. Man, your cousin's definitely garbage. Yeah. He's definitely garbage. What are you talking about? <laughs> this kid's fucking trash. He's got a globe behind him. What are you talking <laughs> about? He's got a master's degree. Come on. <laughs> Do you have a master's degree? Yeah, I got a master's degree in social work. And they almost kicked Damn. me out. Damn. Almost Look got kicked that. out because of all the nonsense with the podcast, but stayed in. Really? Yeah, they tried. The students tried to assemble and kick me out, but. 
Some Wait, of them did. Shit. Last year you were get, you were going for your masters. Social work doesn't really count. It's but when everything went down, they tried to kick you out of school. Yeah, well, it's, it's just the students. That's just how they are, man. They try to like rally together and be like, "We need him out of here." I also would argue with everybody the whole time during class because they would <laughs> it was just bullshit. So I'd be like, "No, nah, fuck that." And then so they didn't like me anyway. And then once they found that, once they they found some dirt on me, they're like, "He's out." But I was just like, "All right, kick me." I was like hoping they would kick me out. I'm like, "I'm gonna fucking turn this in." I'll just you know. This will be a good thing for my podcast. And yeah, it's great like, content. Yeah, you yeah. also can't kick me out. So I sat there with the president and was like, you know, nice lady too. But I was like, yeah, yeah, you guys really can't kick me out. It'll be a bad, bad look. Do you mind saying what school or no? Bryn Mawr. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was, I was going to say, was, it had to be a small, it had to be a, a tight, tight yeah. crew. Yeah. Do you say it to the, to, to the lady that's scary as that? Like, kick me out, but it's going to be a bad look for you. No, I, I, I kind of said, I was like, you know, and I, she, she was very, very sweet. And I, I really liked the lady, but I, I was, I was being honest because she was being nice to me. And I was like, look, man, I'm, I'll be honest. I, you know, I, I can stay here. I don't mind staying, but there's a part of my brain that knows how to take advantage of situations. And that part's thinking like, if you guys kick me out, I would definitely, you know, I would, I would work with that as much as I could. Sure. Yeah. 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 I like how he's tiptoeing around the words there. That's very, <laughs> that's very old trash money right there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Matt McCusker, I say all class. Kippy says garbage. Uh, either way, you're absolutely fantastic in our books, Thank buddy. You, Thank you so Thanks, much for buddy. coming on the show. It's great to see you. Great to catch up with you. Thanks, man. Um, other than uh, Matt and Shane's secret podcast that everybody loves, is there anything you want the, uh, the folks out there to know? Yeah, I'm doing it. So after I got my master's degree, I, I started. I launched. I'm launching a project. It's a it's a auxiliary podcast, but it's psychoeducational called Psychnol. So okay. I'm, I'm trying to build peer-to-peer networks for people who can't afford therapy or just obviously don't want to pay a fucking hundred dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to guide the content through a podcast and set up four man groups where people can take, like you can go on, on the websites being built, but it's like anxiety, depression, whatever you can click, whatever one you want. And then you'll be launched into a four man group where you can have like four people to check in and have something. It's, you know, it's not as good, I guess as traditional therapy, but it's better. And it's free. It's at least something. That's, that's fucking awesome, man. Congratulations. Yeah, so that's, my that's my problem. Holy shit. That's fucking yep. great. Yep. Very so that's what I'm cool, using my bro. degree for. I love it. Kippy, what do you got? Just, uh, you know, thanks again, Matt. You were, after fucking Shane's episode, everybody flooded in and was like, you got to get fucking McCusker on. So uh, we appreciate you doing it. Um, Yeah, yeah, just uh, make sure, if you haven't already, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and also full video available on YouTube. You can subscribe there. And the fucking Patreon just started cooking. Let's go, pussies. Yes, sir. Guys, thank you so much for uh, for everything. Uh, H Foley on Ice on Twitter. Uh, at Foleygrams on Instagram. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. We appreciate you, Matt McCusker. Matt McCusker, love you, buddy. Love you yeah, guys, man. man. Appreciate it, buddy. We'll thank see you, you guys. Pal. Later, Later man. bro.